podcast world. I don't know. Either way, I'm back and I am so excited to for this actually being episode four. It has been amazing recording these last four, these last three episodes and I have just had so much fun and I've gotten so much encouragement from many of you who have um, listened and supported any of the pod, uh, any of the episodes that you've listened to. Um, as always, I'm grateful and thankful for you for spending time, taking time to come and click on this link or click on this episode and listen in. I do not take your time for granted and I just want to thank you. So I'm trying hard this time to stick to my, I kind of want to keep like a 15 to 20 minute mark. So I want to try real hard to stick to that. Um, But I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. So yesterday or the other day, um, hubby and I went to the movies to watch to see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. It was so good. Like, I really, really enjoyed it, and I was so proud of myself because I actually knew what was going on, knew, like, the backstories and who was connected to who um, throughout the movie, which is super duper big. So if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that all of the uh, um, movies in the series are like, you know, they're connected and some are from the beginning of the story. Some are the end of the story. So you kind of have to like keep up and follow the storyline so that you can understand who's connected to who, who's whose father and all of that good stuff. So Star Wars fans, I'm sure you guys already know, you know, what's what, but it took me forever to you know, connect, make the connections and remember who's who father. And for a long time, I thought that Luke and Leia were husband and wife, but they're brother and sister. So anyway, I was very excited that I was able to know who was who, keep up with the story, know, can make connections with some of the other, um, movies that came out before this. So anyway, it was just really, really good. And, And while I was watching it, there were so many like lessons or confirmations or however you want to, you know, revelations, if you will, however you want to, whatever you want to call them. And like, it got to the point where I was like in the, in the movie, in the middle, I'm like, I got to write this down because these are really good and I don't want to forget them. And they just really resonated with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to share them because they were really, really good. Now, so I I will try very, very hard not to, um, you know, give any spoilers for the movie for those of you who have yet to see it. Um, I won't say any names or whatever. Um, I'll kind of just give you guys the gist of, just to kind of bring the point home. So anyway, let's get into it. There are four lessons okay four things that stuck out that were like oh that's good like that's really good so the first one is or was there's always room for change no matter what your past looks like there's always room for change no matter what your past looks like so just to give some context 
around um, around this with regards to the movie. So there's a certain character who um, was going about life or, um, you know, doing things because they were being told to or they were controlled. Um, and, you know, someone was telling them, this is what you need to do, do this, do this, do that, do that. And they had conflict within them. They had gotten to a point where they no longer wanted to, their, their vision didn't line up with, you know, that of that, of that person. And so it took losing everything for them to realize that I need to change. This isn't the way I want to go. I want to, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't me or this no longer is me. And so I just started thinking like, oh my gosh, like how many people, how many of us have that epiphany or haven't yet honestly had that epiphany that you are in control of your life. You control, you, you are, are in the driver's seat. You're holding the steering wheel for your life. And you shouldn't allow anyone to hold you hostage because of your past. You know, we've all done some things. Some of us have done some crazy things. Some of us have, not, not, have done some not so crazy things. But don't ever give someone the permission to keep you in a box because of what you've done in the past or allow them to keep you from changing or creating a new life or becoming a new person because they're still trying to keep you back in the when you used to do this or you've done this before. You can change whenever you want. <clears throat> you can change whenever you are ready. And the key word is key words are when you are ready. We have to understand that we aren't going to do anything or other people aren't going to do anything until they're ready. You know, there are many people who suffer with addiction and, and um, they spend a lot of most of their lives hearing people telling them, you need to change, you need to stop, you need to let go. And it's hard for them to do that. One, because that's a disease, but two, because they're not ready to let it go. They are comfortable with it for whatever reason, whether that be they, that they are, um, self-medicating um, with that substance, um, whether it be that they're depressed because of things going on in their lives, whatever that thing may be that's holding them, they're not yet ready to let it go, which is why they stay where they are. <clears throat> and so you have to get to the place when you're ready to make a change. I mean, what, what's the Michael Jackson, what's that? Look at the man in the mirror. Make that change. <laughs> That's what Michael says. But you have to be ready to make that change. If you stop liking the way that you, um, that you, the way that you do something, or um, the way that your life is, you have the power to make that change. And it doesn't matter what happened the day before, the hour before, the minute before, the moment that you decided no longer this changes, that's now your day one. And you move forward making that change, walking in that change, walking in that newness. So that's number one. There's always room for change no matter what your past looks like. Number two <clears throat> is start before you're ready. Start before you're ready. If we're honest <laughs> and we look at our, our experiences, our lives, our day-to-day, our day what we've gone through, what, we've, what we're doing, 
we will probably we can admit that we'll that we've never been ready. Like there are things that we've done that we weren't ready for. It just happened and it, it all panned out the way it was supposed to. There we may probably never be ready for the next thing or the new thing or the idea or the launch or the whatever input insert here. You'll probably never be ready because there's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be more to learn. There's always going to be something else to add. So if you sit and wait and, and, and you, you sit by waiting to get all the pieces of the puzzle together in place, you're never, it's, it's never going to happen. Because we may never get all those pieces together before we start. And we can allow not having the pieces in place to stop us from doing what it is that we're that we love or that we're passionate about or that we're called to or that we just wanna that we just wanna do. We can allow those things to stop us. I mean, how many of us, if you if you're honest, how many of you or do you suffer with analysis paralysis. If you can see me, my hand is raised because that is a, I, I suffer, (laughs) suffer with analysis paralysis. I'm always like, okay, let me try to prepare for every little thing that could possibly go wrong, that could possibly happen. Let me prepare. And if I'm, if I think I can't ever prepare for every little thing because I don't know what could, what could happen. I don't know what's, I, I don't have a, a, um, a outlook or a, a look to look down the road to see that, oh, at two years down the road, this is going to happen. So make sure that you have all these things lined up. I don't know that. I don't know. So I, I can never be prepared for everything. I can be as prepared as I can be. And when things happen that I'm not prepared for, I just got to roll with the punches. You just got to make it work and you got to keep it going. So there have been... So many ideas I know for myself and if and probably for you that we've let slip because we what we thought we weren't ready. There's so many ideas and thoughts that we were like, oh, that would be great. Oh, ooh, I could do that. But when we sit down and we think about it and we get in, into in our heads for too long, it's like, mm, no, nah, never mind. Or, you know what, I'm going to wait until I get this together and then I'll do it. And then what happens? You see somebody else <laughs> doing what you wanted to do or walking in that idea or, or vision that you had last year, the year before, five years, ten years ago. And what we do, be honest, you get mad, you get upset, you get jealous, and you're like, I, I thought about that same thing. I had that same exact thought. Or you know what else? we start to analyze what that person is doing or how they're doing it. And we're like, oh, I can do that. I can do that better. The idea that I had in mind, oh, my gosh, was so much better than that. Like, they're not doing it right. You start to pick and analyze this person's idea and this person's creativity because you didn't do what you wanted to do with it when you were supposed to do it with it. And guess what? You can't blame anybody but yourself. You can't be mad at nobody but you because you dropped the ball and you didn't do it when you were supposed to do it. 
And so it's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault, not theirs. It's not their fault. And it's not fair to them that you are picking and hating on what they're doing because of what you didn't do. You need to, you know, and um, look at what they're doing and say, you know what, that's that's great. That's a good job. I'm that's I'm happy for them that they're doing it and that they're excelling at it. And you know what? Let me finally do what I said I was going to do a while ago or before years ago. Let me step up and do it. Because guess what? If they can do it, I can do it. And so in the movie, there's a character who kept waiting for this particular uh, thing to be conquered. Um, it was like they were training and training and training and trying to get this thing at, at the right place or at the right time or whatever, and it wasn't coming together all the way. And that person had to be assured that it was time. You were ready. Sometimes you you think that you're not ready, but in those instances, you just got to start before you're ready. Cause and and this was actually there was another part in there where another character was told, word for word, you got to start before you're ready. So that just it kept coming back to me, kept coming back. So that is something that I am myself going to be like, okay, I got to start before I'm ready. The ideas that I have, the thoughts that I have, the creativity that I'm, you know, that's in my head that I'm like, ooh, I can do this. But I'm like, oh, man, wait, I don't have this. How am I going to do it? Listen, listen, let me just stop with all of the analysis and let me just do it. And I will, it'll piece, it'll come together as I um, work at it. So that was number two. So remember, number one was there's always room for change, no matter what your past looks like. And number two is got to start before you're ready. So number three is, which goes right along with number two, is you have everything you need. You have everything you need. Why are you waiting to get ready? Why? Because you, or you know, I won't say why. I won't ask why you're waiting. I'll say you're waiting because you don't think you're ready, but you haven't yet realized that you already have everything that you need. You haven't yet realized it. If you if you have the idea, if you had the thought, if the if the creative light bulb went off, you more than likely know what to do to make it happen. And even if you don't know you know, each part or everything, you know enough to at least get started. You know enough to get the ball rolling. And so as you start to, as that ball begins to roll, you'll start to see what it is that you, you know, you may need. And you'll either make the provision to do it or shoot, God will put you in the, in the position to connect with the person or persons that you need in order to keep that ball rolling. And, you know, I, I'm amazed every day by, humans like human beings like I, I I'm amazed not just my with myself but just the human race I mean we are amazing creatures you know we have the ability to think in the moment and we can we can be walking the path and and create the path as we're walking it you know all of the experiences that we all the things that we've experienced all of the uh, um the life lessons that we've learned along the way of however many, however many years that we've, you know, lived on this earth, they qualify us to do that. <laughs> they 
allow us to create, continue to create this path, continue to walk forward and <clears throat> adjust as we see fit while we're, while we are yet walking. And I just think that that is just amazing. And we just have to get to the point where we trust what's inside of us. You have to trust what's inside of you and understand that even, even if you fail, even if it doesn't work the way you want it or thought it should, that's, that's still okay. What did we talk about in the past episode? Fail forward. That failure isn't the end. Failure isn't the completion. If it didn't work or if, it, if, if, if a part of it failed, stop. Learn, learn the last. We had hashtag fled. It was fail, learn, evaluate, and do it. So even if you do fail at it, or even if you don't have the things that you need, evaluate what's going on, learn the lesson, or learn what what it is that you need, and then do it. Sometimes it takes a few trials, and it takes a few, uh, um. Yeah, trial and error. It takes a few times for you to get it before you get it. But that still shouldn't stop you from at least starting. So that was number three. So we got number three was you are, you have everything you need. And so this is the last one, number four. And this one, oh my gosh, it made me, I'm such a baby. Like it made me tear up and I was like trying to not blink my eyes um, (laughs) because I didn't want hubby to look at me like, why are you crying? What is wrong? And I had on like eyelashes. So I'm like, I don't want my eyelashes to fall off. Like don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But this, the, the last lesson is you are not alone. You are not alone in the, I'll give this one spoiler because it just, it puts it together in the movie. The, they kept mentioning how the Sith, um, they make you feel alone as a way to isolate, isolate the rebellion, isolate them and make them think that there's nobody there to support them. There's nobody around them. And so what that did was it broke their confidence down. It kept them isolated. It kept them away from, you know, fighting the, the uh, fighting the war and all of that. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, that is, we that happens in our lives. That happens. I, I know someone right now that's dealing with that right now. And it takes a constant reminder that you're not alone. You're not alone. You have people here. There are people here to help you. And in the movie, <clears throat> right when they thought that it was done and over, like we failed, it's done. That was when the the reinforcements just started appearing, like boom, boom, boom. And it was way more reinforcement than they even imagined. And, you know, that's all I'll, I'll say about that part. But <laughs> there are, there, there are, <clears throat> there are times when we do feel alone. There are times when people may let us down, where people were incapable or incompetent and weren't able to do what it is that we needed them to do. And so it, for it caused them to let us down. And, you know, that's, that is a part of life. Some people will let us down. But even in that, we cannot allow those incompetent people, those people who were incapable of supporting us or hold us down, to allow us to miss out on support, on future support. Um, 
we, again, we were not created to be alone. You know, we, we thrive on connection and community with others. And I talked about that in another episode earlier. We need to, we need to be with people. We are social beings. There are going to be times, plenty of times, multiple times when we're going to need another person. We're going to need a team. We're going to need a partner. We're going to need somebody, you know, and those bodies, those, that team or that partner can fill in the gaps for us. They can be a support system. They can be, they can just be someone to talk to, you know, like we go, some of us go through so much. A lot of us go through so much. And sometimes all we need is somebody to just listen. And that is where we have, that's where that support person comes in, that partner, that team, that friend, that cousin, that whoever, even if it's a therapist, sometimes it needs to be a professional person, but you need, either way, you need to have that support. Some jobs and some experiences, some things are just too big to handle alone. So don't, don't handle those things alone. Don't feel like you have to carry the weight of the world, the weight of your weight, your friend's weight, this weight, that weight. There's, there is somebody that you can reach out to and, and lean on and get that support. And sometimes we just got to be patient. We just got to wait until help arrives, you know, calm down, killer help is on the way. (laughs) We got to just just sit back and allow things to unfold. You know, most times help, it doesn't come until we've reached the bleakest, darkest part of the experience, you know, and even in the movie, again, there was, it looked like it was over, like, oh man, it's, they didn't lost, like it ain't no coming back. And then help, help arrived. And I mean, they thought, oh, my favorite part, I always say this, but they thought all was lost, <laughs> but help showed up right on time. And even though they may have lost a few things or a few people, they, the reinforcements arrived and helped and saved the day. It helped them to win the war. You know, they may have lost a few battles or lost a few people, um, but ultimately they were able to save the day and end the war. And so that's what we're, that's what we need to focus on winning the war. There are some battles that we're going to lose. There are some things that are just going to fall through. Um, But with support system from those Q people, what is it? Quality people. What did Uncle Les Brown say? It was quality I think it was QTP, OQP, only quality people. When we have only quality people in our corners to support us, to let us know that we are not alone, then we're going to win the war. We're go- we, we have no other choice but to win the war. So those are the four lessons that I learned from Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Number one was there's always room for change no matter what your past looks like. Number two, start before you're ready. Number three, you have everything you need. And number four, you are not alone. You are not alone. There is somebody out there for you. Somebody waiting to help you and who is on the way to help you. So if you haven't seen the movie, go and see it. It's a great, great movie. Um, I enjoyed it. I know you will too. So that is it for me. Thank you as always for listening in, tuning in. I hope that 
you were able to um, be encouraged by something, uh, something was able to help you to, you know, go on another day or make it through a situation or whatever the case may be. I hope that I was able to help you and, and do that for you. And know that I'm a support as well, guys, girls, ladies, gents. I'm a support for you all as well. If if you find that something that I said or, or spoke on in any of these podcasts resonates with you or, you know, you want to know more about or have questions about or whatever, you can reach out to me at any time. I am on social media everywhere, just about on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, Aisha S. Jones, as two eyes in my name, I-E-S-H-I-A S. Jones. I am all over. And you can also email me. I S as in Sam Jones 0518 at gmail.com. I'm here to support. Don't forget about me. I'm here. <laughs> All right. That's it for me. I will talk to you guys and gals on another next week on another episode. I hope that everything is all well with you and we'll chat again soon. All right. 